Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Lacey Williams Carlson, CIO at Roper St. Francis Healthcare. In part one, Williams Carlson talks about what the transition has been like going from Bon Secours Mercy to Roper St. Francis, the tricky balance CIOs must walk when implementing EPIC, and how she hopes to elevate the credibility and reputation of the IT team. First thing I, I want to do is get kind of the, uh, the lay of the land and talk a bit about Roper St. Francis Healthcare. Can you give an overview of what you have in terms of, of the hospitals and you know, where you're located, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Roper St. Francis is located in the Charleston, South Carolina area. We have four hospital locations and we have hundreds of employee providers or partner providers as they are known. And we are a very highly regarded provider in the area and have the highest percentage of market share. We're also very proud of our quality scores. We're highly ranked by LeapFrog, other patient safety initiatives. Uh, We score well and also ranked as a desired place to work. Okay. Yeah, and I had heard that before. Uh, I know that the organization over the years has won awards, and um, I'm sure that that's something that's that's an appealing thing to you. It is, and um, I don't know that it's well-known by folks, but Bon Secours back in the day owned a facility here, St. Francis. So our full name is Roper St. Francis Healthcare. And when we merged with Roper Hospital at the time, that is what spawned that name. So I've been familiar with this market and certainly with one of the facilities throughout my career with Bon Secours. And then after the merger of Bon Secours and Mercy, we actually increased our share of ownership in a joint venture for Roper St. Francis. So I had started working with Roper St. Francis in 2019 in my role as the CIO for Bon Secours Mercy. So it wasn't entirely a leap of faith when I took on this role because I'd been doing some consulting work for the organization in my role as Bon Secours Mercy CIO. So I, I went into it eyes pretty wide open. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's very interesting. That's certainly a different scenario than uh, going from one organization to something separately new. (laughs) It's kind of an in-between. So um, it is different very much than the relationship that Bonsecor Mercy has with facilities that are wholly owned. And it's a very different role in a lot of ways. So I went from being a CIO of a health system that's supporting over 60 hospitals on its EMR and provide services across Bon Secours Mercy, our 50 hospitals, as well as partners and thousands of employee providers to a single market and much more, I would say, intimate interaction with where the business is is actually done, the business of taking care of patients. So it's been a profound change in many ways. In other ways, um, I still get to interact with a lot of my former team. I actually have a bit of an ongoing role with HealthSpan, which is a subsidiary of Bon Secours Mercy. So I'm wearing a couple hats. So some ways a big change in other ways allows me to continue to interact with beloved colleagues, frankly, at Bon Secours Mercy. Okay. And can you talk a little bit more about the role with HealthSpan and what you're doing there? 
Yeah, so if you're familiar with Catholic health systems, it's pretty prescriptive in how we comply with ethical and religious directives, and there's also some other aspects of governance that some of our partners in communities um, cannot comply with for a variety of reasons. Perhaps they're a sole provider in a community, or there may be other reasons that it just doesn't make sense. And so HealthSpan is the division of Bon Secours Mercy in which some of the non-purely Catholic ventures are organized. And so under the Epic Community Connect program, for example, where we're providing IT services to other organizations, those types of services could be considered a health span type of role. Some of our other joint ventures would be organized under health span, et cetera. So it's very closely integrated with Bon Secours Mercy, and it, but there's some things we do where they're under this separate corporate structure. Okay. So that, that does sound like a few hats, but uh, nothing that you haven't been doing for the whole time. Okay. It's very interesting in that, so Roper St. Francis just recently determined that we're going to be implementing Bon Secours Mercy's Epic Instance, switching from the current array of applications that we have. That was not a foregone conclusion when I joined Roper St. Francis, but we were looking to change our array of applications so that we had more of a single platform. And so since the team that supports Epic and integrated solutions for other business partners is one that I founded, continue to work with, and now will be providing services to me as customer. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. Sometimes where I'm sitting on both sides of the table in negotiations. And of course, we, you know, we do our best to make sure there's other parties at the table and so forth and conducting everything uh, in a very transparent fashion. But yeah, what's that saying about eating what you kill? I am doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Probably not okay. a great uh, metaphor for healthcare. <laughs> right, right. So this wasn't, as you said, a, a foregone conclusion that it would be that epic instance, but you knew in taking on the role that obviously they were moving in this direction of wanting to get on to a single platform. Yes. Okay. So in terms of where that is now, can you talk about kind of what the plans are as far as making that move to the Sponsor Mercy's uh, Epic Instance? Yeah, we're actually very early in our journey to do that. It was just in late March that our board approved this initiative and funded it. They're obviously not inexpensive projects to undertake. You know, I've done many, many, many EPIC implementations over my career, so it's kind of fun to be doing one again. So we're collaborating with the Bon Secours Mercy team on creating the timeline, guiding principles, starting to establish governance, and we'll have our kickoff um, in about two weeks. Okay. So having done this before, you know what some of the, the challenges are when rolling out Epic, but I imagine that you haven't done it before in this type of uh, scenario. That's true. One of the really fascinating things about Roper St. Francis is that the other partner in the organization is the Medical Society of South Carolina. And mm-hmm. Roper St. Francis is a physician-led organization, and our CEO is a physician. Um, 
He's also got his MBA and he's very brilliant and I love working with him already. In fact, it was one of the reasons I was excited to join this team here. As a physician-led organization, the leaders of the health system are very involved um, at a different level than I've ever seen before. That's mostly great. Occasionally, it's challenging. It can feel a little bit like getting pulled in a lot of directions, but the tone from the top is great. And yeah, I am aware of all of the perils, and I think Roper St. Francis's leadership team is going into this eyes wide open with an appreciation for what went well and not so well with prior system implementations, and we want to take all those lessons learned and, and make sure that we have great tone from the top, great governance mm-hmm. structure. We're also um, going to be partnering with Ensemble to guide our revenue cycle implementation of EPIC and assure that we have uh, great outcomes. We certainly don't want to be one of those uh, health systems that's in the Becker headlines of having a bad financial outcome from its EPIC implementation. So I, I think we're you know, going into it eyes wide open about what the risks are and having great uh, risk mitigation approaches. Right. And then in terms of doing it this way, where you are working with with Bon Secure, how does that change the way that you might approach it? You know, I think the EPIC implementation methodology for a long time has been more of an approach of not so much, are you in love with this workflow? Is it the very favorite one you've ever seen, but sort of more building consensus and why wouldn't this work and, and trying to guide teams to not reinvent the wheel. And we will be doubling down on that approach with our implementation at Roper St. Francis. So we have a system that works in 60 hospitals and thousands of mm-hmm. practices now, right? So I, I think that is very liberating in that we're not trying to write our own recipe or start from scratch. Um, We're adopting a system that's tried and true and that we can see and know that works well. I think the challenge for us will be to adopt as much of it as we can as it exists in its current state, but also infuse a little bit about what is best about Roper St. Francis. There's some signature things that we're really proud of and do well. So you want to get that right blend of avoiding tinkering just for the sake of tinkering, but also making it our own. And I don't know what that blend exactly will look like. It's early <laughs> in the process, but um, hopefully we'll get that right. Right. And, and when you have a physician-led organization, it does affect maybe how things go forward. But like you said, with Epic, there are certain structures in place that, that really seem to have worked in many cases. So I guess, right. like you said, it, it's finding that, that balance. Right. And we're um, reviewing all of Epic's best practices about an implementation. Again, it's not my first rodeo. So as I'm reviewing the materials, right. many of it is like, oh, yes, I, I remember this. And what I'm really excited about is that Roper St. Francis already has such a great reputation for patient safety and holistic patient care. And that is with um, a current array of software solutions that are not a single platform, not one patient, one record. And I just feel like this opportunity to elevate our care even further is really exciting and universally throughout the organization, people are excited about implementing a single platform. So 
It's something I'm really looking forward to. And I hope and my plans right now are that this will be sort of the last chapter of my career. And so I think it, it's a great place to be. You know, I think 2020 was such a crazy year with the pandemic and the way that healthcare stepped up to meet the challenges of the pandemic and specifically information technology um, stepped up. And we did a lot of things in Bon Secours Mercy that I was extraordinarily proud of in our response to the pandemic. And yet being remote and out of the front lines of patient care for that year gave me an opportunity to reflect on, as my uh, boss from Bon Secours Mercy calls it, what fills my cup. I love my team and I love working with Bon Secours Mercy. I really missed kind of being in a single market where the healthcare system is one that you interact with daily, just as a community member, as well as an executive leader. And it reminded me that what fills my cup is really being integrated with healthcare operations. We did that a lot um, because of the pandemic, but I sort of felt that call to get back to those types of roots and went in very excited. Only had my first panic attack when my husband, who was incredibly supportive and as he always has been, said, babe, it's been a long time since you only had four hospitals to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. The budgets and so forth that you're going to be dealing with are going to be like missing a zero of what you're right. Doing. So that was of the course. first time I was like, oh, that's right. I, I hope that will be okay. But so far, I've, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And did you know some of the people already? I mean, I know you had had that relationship. So you had some relationships in place, which, which I imagine was critical. Yes. Because we were doing some consulting from Bon Secours Mercy with our new partners at River St. Francis, I knew the IT leadership team. I knew a lot of the members of the C-suite. So as I said, I was able to go into it eyes wide open and knew what the strengths and weaknesses were. Right. So then uh, clearly this is a big priority, what's going to be happening with uh, with Epic, but um, what are some of the other areas that you're looking at, some of the other objectives? So outside of, you know, using the Epic implementation as a tool we use to transform care and create a better experience for our patients, my second big area of focus is to elevate the credibility and reputation and performance of our IT team. It's an extraordinary team that works really hard and I think doesn't get a lot of credit for what they do. So I'd really like to elevate the reputation of the team and frankly, the performance of the team. It's interesting, some of my early team building work with uh, my direct report has been focused on building a, a high trust team. I'm a big fan of the five dysfunctions book and focusing, you know, very intentionally on on building a team. And early on, the team said one of the things that they felt they did really well was they got a lot of work done. You know, they accomplished a lot. And yet, yeah. if you went to other areas of the organization and asked them if their perception was that IT got a lot done, it it wouldn't have been that perception. So that highlights the disconnect between the effort that IT is expending and what's seen by the organization. 
And I think a lot of that is because of the disaggregated portfolio that we have right now, the number of touches and effort that are required to keep all these systems in sync is phenomenal and, and not well understood sort of, you know, under the covers. So I really look forward to elevating the team and then coaching some of the the leaders to the next level of performance and making sure that when I, you know, move on to do something else that River St. Francis will be in good shape with really strong leaders at the helm for IT. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.